Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. (laughs) You don't even know. I know, Shannon. Welcome to I Tell My Husband the News. I'm Shannon Ray Green, a journalist at USA Today. Each week, I catch my husband up on all the stories he may have missed. He doesn't really like to read or watch the news, so I'm pretty much his sole news source. It's a big responsibility. My husband, Dusty Terrell, is a local comedian in the Washington, D.C. area. Thanks for being here, Dusty. Thanks for having me, Shannon. Hi, honey. Hey, Shannon. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Good. Did you have a nice weekend? It was really nice because the weather was nice. Yeah, it was very pretty out. in the time of quarantine where we just take walks around the block or walks to, you know, the trails that are in our neighborhood, it was so nice to have nice weather. I loved it. Yeah, I did some yard work out in it. Cleaned up some of our trees. I didn't think you could do more yard work, but then you found a way. I think I might be done for a while. Good for you. I'm yard worked out. Great. Yeah. <laughs> now we can just, I don't know, do some other things Yeah. in our home. <laughs> There's always something to do. You're right. We got two new five-star reviews. Ooh. Thank you so much to You Are My Sunshine 02 and Ina JCZ. Not sure how to pronounce that one. And but how could you be? <laughs> but uh, but we really, really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. If you have some free time on your hands, please spend the time to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. We really appreciate it. These two people seem to really enjoy the show, and we hope you do too. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. And it's really our motivation to keep going. They both use the word warm yeah when i think of you i think warm that's nice it's kind we'll keep you warm this summer (laughs) if you'd like to tweet us i'm at dusty terrell and i'm at shannon ray green or you can email us at i tell my husband the news at usatoday.com puzzles outdoor toy sales soar games people are buying up during coronavirus quarantine. This was written by my colleague Rebecca King for NorthJersey.com, which is part of the USA Today network. The phones are ringing incessantly at the Swing Set and Toy Warehouse in East Hanover, New Jersey. There's a toy warehouse? (laughs) We better go check it out. I want one. Sue Williams, who is a sales representative for the company for the past 30 years, has never experienced anything like it. She said, quote, it's been a shocking last month and a half, unquote. Swing Set and Toy Warehouse, which also has locations in Upper Saddle River, Freehold, and Fleming, has seen about a 50% increase in sales of outdoor play sets, trampolines, and basketball hoops. Williams said, quote, Usually families decide to buy swing sets when their children are age-appropriate, but now I'm seeing even people with very young kids buying, unquote. 
with stores, restaurants, clubs, theaters, event spaces, public parks, and pretty much every gathering place closed due to the COVID-19 outbreak. Climbing on swing sets, clacking puzzles together, and bonding over board games have become much more attractive ways to spend one's time. The proof is in the money. The game company called Hey Buddy, Hey Pal has had Amazon sales go up 4,000% in the last week of March, and in-store sales at Walmart were up 100%, according to Forbes. Puzzle maker Ravensburger sales were up 370% in March, Forbes also reported. Hasbro CEO Brian Goldner told CNBC the company's games have been in high demand since March. Jim Silver is a toy journalist and the editor of the toy review website TTPM with 36 years in the biz, has worked through the market crash of 87 and 08 when folks were pinching pennies and looking for in-house entertainment. He can recall the attacks on 9-11 when families stuck together in their homes, but he's never seen puzzle sales shoot up like this, about 300%. Silver said, quote, puzzles appear to an extremely wide demographic. It doesn't matter if you're 5 or 85 years old, unquote. Similarly, construction toys such as Lego and Mega are enjoying increased sales. Building sets are an alternative for folks who don't like puzzles. Silver is among them. He said, quote, if I have time to kill, I'll do a thousand piece Lego set instead of a thousand piece puzzle. I can make a Lego Death Star or a Game of Thrones set. It's a puzzle for the fan or geek, unquote. While puzzles can be done in a group or by oneself, board games are conduits of social interaction. When the work laptops get put away, the television is switched off and the incessant scrolling on TikTok ceases. Family, roommates, and quarantine pals can gather together, as in the days of old, around a board game. A mainstay of inexpensive fun, board game sales, Silver reported, have seen increases when the economy tanked in the past. With millions of Americans out of work, board game sales are once again rising. Silver said, quote, you can use board games with multiple people for long periods of time over and over again. During tough economic times, consumers have found the value of board games, unquote. Puzzles, board games, and outdoor playsets all have an attractive side effect. They get us away from our screens. Silver said, quote, parents don't want kids on a screen 24-7. They also don't want to be on screens 24-7, unquote. Of course, online video games continue to be popular and can even be socially connective when playing multiplayer games with friends and family, said Silver. But taking a break from the glow of a screen has perhaps never seemed more attractive than during quarantine. Williams of Swing Set and Toy Warehouse said, quote, Getting outside is helping every family I've spoken to. It eases the stress of being together all the time, unquote. Not every gaming sector is thriving. Small independent game shops are not deemed essential, and many that cannot support online orders have closed. Data shows that Amazon, Walmart, and Target, big box stores with online order infrastructure already in place, are selling the most games and puzzles. That's according to Silver. Niche game makers aren't doing as well as big brand names either. Monopoly, Uno, What Do You Meme, Relative Insanity and Rummy Cube, games with brand recognition, are selling out, while lesser-known games are struggling. You don't consider any of those to be board games? What do you mean is especially stupid. (laughs) You really like the strategy board games. Yeah. Tiki Tiki Board Games, a shop that sells new and used board games in Woodbury, New Jersey, has been selling enough games to stay in business, but not as many as it did before coronavirus. Owner Ryan Morrison never used to have his inventory online because it changed so often. He has more than 4,000 games in stock. Luckily, Morrison and his business partner know about computer programming and were able to pivot to online sales after having to close their stores due to the pandemic. 
They've placed a locker outside of their shop where people can pick up the games they ordered online. Morrison said, quote, we're selling games consistently. Our customer base is incredible. More reach out to us every day, unquote. Morrison said he can't compete with big box stores when it comes to the price of new games, but his customers have come to rely on him for recommendations and a familiar voice on the other end of the phone. Morrison said that's something that places like Amazon and Walmart can't offer. Is he worried that larger stores will steal his customers? Not yet. Is he afraid physical cardboard and plastic games will become obsolete in our world of online entertainment? Not a chance. Morrison said, quote, games aren't going anywhere. One of the major things the pandemic has done is make people appreciate time playing games with each other more, unquote. He actually had a few recommendations himself that he offered in this story. Cinco Linko is, is one. The goal of Cinco Linko is to connect five of your colored tiles in a horizontal, vertical, or diagonal row. It's a simple yet technique-driven game. Morrison said, quote, we usually start or end our game nights with it. It's like tic-tac-toe, but with more variation, unquote. Sounds like a game for babies. <laughs> I think you might like the price. On Amazon.com, it's $7.88. I'm sure this guy doesn't want you using his recommendations to go buy them on Amazon. Well... It was listed in the story that it encourages all readers to call your local toy store to find out if the game is in stock. Take 5 is a card game where you attempt to score as few points as possible by placing cards down to get rid of your own cards and beat out other players. In Splendor, players try to build their jewel empire by buying gem mines, shops, and means of transportation. The more you acquire, the more points you get. I have never thought of that game as buying gem mines, shops, or means of transportation. Yeah, it sounds more exciting than it actually is. What are the means of transportation? The cards represent different mines, like the level one are mines, and then level two are transportation, and the level three cards are whatever the other thing it's Shops? Shops, yeah. Wow. But yeah, we just think of it. I mean, we don't. We don't even always say the gems. We'll say, "I'll take a brown, a, <laughs> yeah. a blue, and a green." Basically, it's a game where you need to get certain things to get to those cards to get to other cards. It's pretty fun, though. It sounds not fun when I describe it. I think. <laughs> yeah, the, their description made it sound more exciting. Can't Stop is an old game from the 80s where you have to press your luck by rolling dice and laying claim to columns on the game board. Players can keep rolling the dice until they choose to end their turn. The more they roll, the more they can win or lose. We used to play Can't Stop all the time when I was a little kid. Me Me and my dad and my mom, they really liked it. The first time I ever played Can't Stop was with your family. And we. I remember that I was in the pool. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it was a great because it was like all plastic, so it was a good game that you could play right by the pool because nothing could, there's no cardboard or paper that could get ruined. Yeah, so it was a fun game. I liked it, but I every time I've ever played a game with your family, I'm just like, they know so much more about this game because they've been playing it for years and years, <laughs> and they are so much better at math than me too. So, but it's always fun. There's a little bit of strategy in the probability, but for the most part, it's a luck-driven game. Yeah, which is perfect for Shannon. I need free games to be based on luck, yeah. <laughs> not strategy. Although, I will say that we have been playing a lot more board games and that um, I've been beating you more than I normally do. Yeah, my quarantine pal isn't always open for board games, but I think in this uh, pandemic, I've been able to uh, encourage her that 
We gotta get away from that screen a little bit. You guys, quarantine pal is me. Yeah. I'm the quarantine pal. <laughs> that being said, though, we have been playing a lot of board games just on the computer, so still right in front of the screen. <laughs> it's just so nice and convenient. It's just comfortable to be on the couch, yeah. So it is actually really pretty cool to be able to try out board games online before you buy them. Yeah, because some of them can be a little expensive, especially the more niche ones. And Those are the ones that Dusty likes. He's pretty... He likes those top dollar games. And you don't want to spend 50 to $80 on a board game that you open up and find out you don't really like very much. Can I just take a beat here to say that I wonder if our listeners are shocked because you're constantly talking about saving money or making more money, but you are willing to spend a good amount of money on a board game. I it's do, amazing. I do that pretty infrequently. I don't think most of the board games I've acquired have been gifts or or some other means of acquisition, not normally me spending money. I'm still pretty cheap. I, I, I still ring true. Last week we mentioned that the prior week we were on Talking Tech episode, and I don't know if a lot of people go through Talking Tech archives, but you could still find our episode where we talk all about the online opportunities for playing board games, which was mainly Yucata.de and, and Tabletop Simulator. And I also mentioned last week that if anybody wanted to play a game with me on Yucata, uh, all you had to do is tweet me, and I got zero tweets. So, <laughs> so now's your chance. Tweet Dusty and play a game with him. It seems like everybody is very interested in it. <laughs> it doesn't cost anything, so what's stopping you? Apparently it doesn't cost anything except for you having to deal with me. <laughs> Which I do that every day, 24-7, and it's lovely, you guys. Can't Stop is available on yucata.de nice. so and just to spell it out it's y-u-c-a-t-a dot d that's right don't get too much exercise during your coronavirus quarantine here's why this was written by my colleague david oliver i don't think you really need to worry about that shannon <laughs> not not with this audience of one. Yeah, not with this guy. <laughs> not with Dusty Terrell. The coronavirus crisis upended most Americans' lifestyles in March, including their exercise routines. Zipping past pedestrians during a run or lifting weights at the gym right after someone else are things of the past. Socially distanced running routes and at-home workouts are becoming more mainstream now. If you find yourself with extra time on your hands and the sudden urge to channel your coronavirus anxiety into breaking a sweat, make sure you're doing so safely. Because yes, there is such a thing as getting too much exercise. And overdoing it could actually do more harm than good, pandemic or otherwise. So what's the right amount? The standard exercise recommendations are simple. Adults should be getting at least 150 minutes of moderate physical activity every week, like brisk walking, and do muscle strengthening activities two days per week. That's according to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. You can, of course, mix the moderate physical activity with more vigorous exercise, like running. You might logically assume that more exercise is better because you have more time on your hands, but that's not really the case. Benefits top out at about 300 minutes per week. 
So let's watch out for ourselves, Dusty. Make sure we don't get to 300. <laughs> yeah, I was really afraid I was overdoing it with my uh, zero. <laughs> I do exercise at least once a week, but I am nowhere close to overdoing it or even hitting the moderate amount. Although I do like walking, especially now. Linda S. Pescatello is a kinesiology professor at the University of Connecticut. She says, quote, whatever your regular exercise routine was, I wouldn't alter it because of COVID-19 per se, unquote. Chris Travers is an exercise physiologist at Cleveland Clinic Sports Health, and he points out that any amount of exercise is better than none. You hear that, Dusty? Research shows that even a five-minute walk or run is helping improve your cardiovascular system and that you can do a total body strength program in seven minutes, he says. And I will advocate for you here. You have been doing so much exercise with landscaping, like up and down ladders, on your knees, um, pouring out mulch. I don't know that that counts. Why? I don't know. I think that's very physical. That's like doing burpees Just sitting on the couch, but it's not quite, it's not really getting my heart rate going or Mm. anything. So how can you tell if you're exercising too much? You can experience a host of symptoms when over-exercising. These include loss of appetite, headache, muscle soreness and tenderness, fatigue, not during but later, injury, higher pulse, 10 or more beats the day after exercising, irritability, difficulty concentrating, reduced self-esteem, and a weakened immune system. I have all those. So (laughs) does that mean I'm working out too much? You don't have any of Can all of those be caused by zero working out? You do not have a headache. You're eating fine. Beyond roughly 300 minutes of working out, you're probably not gaining much more benefit anyway. That's according to Robert Salas, the co-director of the Sports Medicine Fellowship at Kaiser Permanente. Chris Travers says that the overarching rule is to listen to your body. He said it's okay to skip a day if you're feeling fatigued. If you're feeling severe symptoms such as dizziness, chest pain, or fainting, seek medical attention. Now more than ever, though, physical activity is important to strengthen immune function and combat psychological stressors associated with the pandemic. Salas says, quote, exercise is our best medicine to try to combat those, unquote. Remember that fitness levels vary person to person. That 150-minute threshold might be too much if you're starting out, Pescatella says. Just lacing up your running sneakers won't turn you into Olympic champion Usain Bolt. In fact, trying a new exercise at a high intensity could prove dangerous. Travers says, quote, you're not going to improve your physical fitness in a day, but you could hurt yourself in a day, unquote. He normally advises patients to walk before they run, literally. On the flip side, what if your typical exercise routine is gone because of pandemic restrictions? Keep in mind that activities as basic as going for a walk could prove beneficial. Activities like tennis, hiking, and bike riding are other socially distanced options to consider for exercise. You'll be thankful later. Neiman thinks this epidemic is a wake-up call to the world to reverse trends of obesity and lack of exercise to keep immune systems in solid shape. He said, quote, We can do a lot with exercise and leanness to help fend off the virus, or if we get it, to reduce the symptoms and the duration of the symptoms, unquote. So what if you've been training for a race? Should you still run the distance? You can continue to train for that race you were getting excited about. Alternatively, you can find an event for this fall and start training again. If you opt to run your distance anyway, see if you can participate in the event virtually if a race is taking that approach. It won't be the same as you planned, but it's still a way to achieve that goal. Remember, though, that running a full marathon can prove a great strain on a body. Neiman recommends people don't train for a marathon until the virus is under control. 
So what's the major takeaway? When it comes to exercise, don't overdo it, but don't do nothing. Regular daily exercise gives a boost to immune cells that target viruses when they enter the bloodstream, and exercise will better your mental health too. Salas says, quote, you don't really have to do a lot to get these tremendous exercise benefits, unquote. I stopped listening when you said, don't overdo it. I didn't hear anything after that point. (laughs) So what I learned today is that I should play more board games and not exercise too much, which is basically what I do now. (laughs) There's a happy medium. There's always a happy medium. And I do try to, I think my walks are something. And um, and I actually am doing virtual virtual fitness classes, which I really enjoy. Um, Because it is. It really makes... It helps your mood, I think. So that's big for me. I feel great. <laughs> In fact, I think I could use a nap right after this podcast. That's how good I feel. Maybe you use naps the way that I use exercise for mood. Sometimes I dream that I'm exercising, and uh, that's probably enough, I think. <laughs> And last today, we've got the lightning-fast headline roundup. Does Dusty care about these stories in the slightest? Here we go. Mother's Day gifts may not make Sunday delivery. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think my mom said that it would get there this Friday, but... I've just gotten so lazy and used to my two-day shipping, it's hard for me to plan far out in advance. Harry and Meghan, a new book to tell the real story. That's one book I won't be buying or reading. (laughs) Although, I don't do much of that anyway, so... Sure, sure. Dyson's famous vacuums are majorly marked down at Home Depot. I got all the vacuums I need, Shannon. ScarJo, Halle Berry, and Margot Robbie show off action moves in quarantine. I don't think I can respond to this headline without sounding like a creep, so <laughs> let's just move on. Murder hornets aren't the only scary bugs in the United States. That's it, Shannon. I'm never going outside again. <laughs> Come on, I need you to go on walks with me. No, I'm safe in here away from bugs and viruses this is where i live now (laughs) goodbye nature hello agoraphobia gold's gym files for bankruptcy protection yeah that makes sense hard to go to the gym yeah i'm surprised they're not still just collecting everybody's all the people who say i'm gonna go to the gym this year and then don't show up yeah people are actually canceling their memberships because they can't use them when they Mm. weren't going to use them anyway don't know. Pandemic might be game changer for working at home. A survey says that it's actually upped productivity. Really? If any of my bosses ask, it definitely has for me. (laughs) Apple unveils 13-inch MacBook Pro. Too expensive. (laughs) You don't even know. I know, Shannon. (laughs) Next week on I Tell My Husband the News... Well, I don't know. It hasn't happened yet. That's why it's called the news. (laughs) I tell my husband the news as part of the USA Today podcast network. New episodes come out every Monday. If you want to check out other podcasts from 
all across the USA Today network. Just go to podcast.usatoday.com or find them wherever you listen to podcasts like Stitcher, SoundCloud, or Apple Podcasts. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.